0: What is up everybody? Welcome to the comic book layer. I'm Kyle. I'm Raymond. And we got a good one for you today. Uh, We're joined by our special co-host Raymond.
1: (laughs) And uh, it's going to be a whole new show. I decided to use my full name today. We've got, ooh, look at the hairdo. I got a little little buzz today.
0: I'm liking it. We got a B.O. dub for you guys today. We're going to be diving into Friday by Ed Brubaker, Marcos Martin, and uh, Munster, Vicente. And I'm stoked to be diving into that with you, buddy. But uh, how you been, man?
1: I'll tell you what. I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little tired. I had a great week. But I want to ask you this before we get going. Let me ask you a serious question. Get going. And I'm we'll going. I'm going to piggyback off of last week, a little combo we had last week about, you know, us being such good handymen. All right. Does your wife ever listen to to uh, any of the EPs we put out? She used to. I think she's pretty far behind at this point. All right. My wife will dabble in it every once in a while, like randomly will text me and just say, you guys are ridiculous with your giggling and your laughing, you know? Well, she must've listened to last week without even telling me uh-huh. because I'll tell you what, I had so many things on my honeydew list this week to do like around the house. Like all of a sudden I got these random texts out of the blue. Hey, uh, I know you're such a handy man. Can you do this? Can you do <laughs> Did that? She say that? Bro. There's nothing more. There's I I don't know what I like better of working all day and coming home and working some more. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had a bunch of stuff to do around the house, man. I was changing out, you know, um, air filters in the house. I was, uh, dude. I, I had a big project in our bathroom. I had to like strip out all the old caulking and recaulk the whole bathroom and shower. It was the most tedious job ever and you know one thing I think that I hate the most about like doing like I call them like uh, dad projects mm-hmm. you know around the house is I hate not having the correct tools oh yeah like I'll try to do something and I want to like save money so I'm like I don't need to buy that like I can do it with this you know and like it's uh the biggest struggle in the world trying to do something with a like the a tool that's not even meant for the job. Oh, dude, I know. And so here I am like trying to scrape out um all this old caulking out of our shower and I didn't have the right tools. And I ended up just getting like a straight, I found an old straight razor in my toolbox. And I was like, I'm going to just use this old razor blade and just cut out everything. Dude, (laughs) I had cuts all over my fingers. I had sliced hands. Like I walk out of the bathroom with like four band-aids on and my wife's like, what are you doing? (laughs) I said, I don't know. I said, I'm giving up. I've been doing this for three hours. Literally one day I got off at work and I was doing it for three hours straight. And I was like, "This is silly. I'm going to break down and go spend the money and go to Lowe's and buy like what I need to make this job easier." And of course, when I buy it, like I get home and it's like I just whip right through it. I'm like, "Dude, why yeah. didn't I do that in the first yeah. place, man?"
0: I know, dude. That was one of the things I was talking about with one of my coworkers after I was talking to him about the handyman stuff. And uh, a lot of it is they have the right tools, man. Even their like their drills are like so much more powerful than like the kind that I have at home. And the dude at work, has had like a light on
1: it too, so yeah, he could yeah. like
0: get into like crazy little... Like a
1: nice Makita or something. Yeah. I'm over here with some old school Black & Decker, just beat yeah. up, passed down tool from like...
0: <laughs> <That> second generation <laughs> Black yeah, & <and> Decker. Dude. <laughs> oh, is Black & Decker even
1: still a thing? I don't know. I think so. Dude, that's but, funny, man. Dude, nice tools are where it's at, man. If you, you gotta, you gotta buy once, cry once. Yeah. And, you know, nice tools will last you forever. And it's worth it to, to get the right tool for the right job because it sucks. Yeah. Trying Is there to- any
0: part of you that, that wants to have like a really nice workshop in your garage? Oh, like my all boss the time. has like a wood shop in his garage that's so nice. And man, that's, I just think that's so cool.
1: If I had the room, like if I had like a three car garage, it would be killer. But, like, I'm, dude, my garage is busting at the scenes with all kinds of junk.
0: Yeah. Dude, I got a funny story for you. Okay. So, we have this, like, L-shaped couch, right? And the, like, the bottom part of it, the L, you know, like an uppercase L. It's kind of like a spot you can lay down in.
1: Like a lounger?
0: Yeah. And that's my spot. And if anyone's there, I always kick them out. (laughs) And, like, and then I lay because it's, like, perfect for laying down. And, uh, Hannah, my oldest was sitting there in the morning and I got her breakfast and I was like, Hey, you got to go eat now. I'm going to sit in my spot. And I lay down (laughs) and she starts eating and she looks over, over at me in all dead seriousness, bro. She says, dad, do you even know how to sit? (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? I, I felt so judged. I was like, dude, you see me sit all the time. What are you talking about? And she's like, I don't even know if you know how to sit. All you do is lay. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my gosh, is this who I've become? Yeah,
1: you're just that dad that just lays on the couch. It's my spot, man. Dude, you will be proud of me. I uh, started hitting back on uh, the gym. So feeling pretty sore, feeling pretty good, trying to get into a nice routine. Trying to be like just not eat so many fatty cakes, man, and just uh, be a little healthier, but it's tough. Dude, I had two brownies after dinner. (laughs) Bro, I'm not gonna lie, I had a crumble cookie today. (laughs) Watch one. I dabbled in a couple of them.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm talking about, dude. Have you You had? You can't just uh, have.
1: You got to split them up. You know, you got to cut them. uh, They they are pretty rich, but you got to cut them in in like uh, I cut them in quarters, and you got to dabble with uh, the. You know, so I ended up having like a whole one. Did All you together? have the uh, pink donut one that just came out, dude? No, but my kids did, and it looked pretty good. Yeah. I didn't try it.
0: I love the cake batter one; that's my jam. I could eat three of those at once.
1: Oof, they are very, very rich. Anyways, <clears throat> I do have a question with um, getting back on track with fitness, and I just want to just put this out there before I even ask you this, because I am never like uh, up on anything that's trendy. Like I'm always like a couple years behind. Anything that's trending that I think is trending now, people are like, dude, that was trending years ago. Like you're way behind on the thing.
0: You running around your house and dabbing?
1: Yeah, that's me. I'm still <laughs> learning how to dab and doing the floss. <laughs> and um, so I came across this thing. And um, as you're sipping a, as you're sipping some coffee, let me ask you about this. Have you ever dabbled with this whole mushroom coffee thing? Because it looks popular, and I see it around a lot lately, and I don't know how old it is, but I was thinking about doing it.
0: Dude, I did. And not only did I, I had a monthly reoccurring subscription to Four Sigmatic, which is like a mushroom coffee thing, and I was rolling deep. like I believed all the hype around the mushroom coffee. And like, I'm Tell like, me about it. How did you feel? I mean, to be honest with you, I'm so... Far from <laughs> being able to feel a benefit from a vitamin or anything yeah. like that, <laughs> like I feel like you gotta be semi healthy to like start feeling this stuff, and like uh, for me, it just was like, um, I know that uh mushrooms are really good for your immune system, and, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, so I was just slamming down mushroom coffee. was bro. it good, not really, but it wasn't bad.
1: <laughs> I love how you get on these trends, and even though if it's not good for you, you're just like, I'm all in, and I'm still sticking with it. Yeah, I get it. Even if it gives me the worst shin splints ever with these cool <laughs> flat-bottom-toed shoes,
0: I'm wearing them. Dude, I was so all about barefoot shoes, and I couldn't even run, and I was still like, it doesn't matter. I'm going out with shin splints in my barefoot <laughs>
1: shoes, and I'm going to run three miles. All right, because I wanted to, I wanted to taste this coffee because I heard uh, there's all kinds of cool benefits and, yeah. like, does it give you the same? I mean, I don't even think coffee gives me a ton of energy, anyways. Like, I just drink it because I like, like, a hot cup of coffee in the morning. Like, there, yeah. I don't have any other benefits from drinking coffee besides it tastes good. Me too. At least that's for me.
0: I will say sometimes if I drink it late, like I'm doing right now. My mind doesn't want to... I, I'll still feel tired, but my mind doesn't want to shut down. And sometimes it'll mm-hmm. be a little harder to go to sleep, mm-hmm. but it's worth it for
1: me still. I'll tell you this. When I did start drinking coffee a long time ago, like I had the just a drip coffee, you know? And I didn't know what I was doing. Like I would fill that whole white filter thing up. Oh with my as much God. Coffee as- no, you didn't. Bro, I cleaned the house all night one day when I first was drinking coffee, bro. <laughs> It was like dripping motor oil out of there, dude. I didn't know what I was doing. That is
0: hilarious, dude. That's like how my wife likes to make it. I'm like, dude, it's too much for me.
1: Yeah, I don't think I could do that anymore. But it was hilarious. And like I was, I remember like a couple hours into it, dude. I was like. Just moving a hundred miles an hour. And I was like, what is wrong with me right now? Like, why am I scrubbing the grout and the tile, you know? (laughs) And I was like, oh, because I made a gigantic (laughs) cup of coffee that was coming out thick as mud. So funny, dude. So, I was just curious about the old mushroom coffee. And there's all kinds of different brands out there. And they say it tastes yeah, good. Yeah, different and-
0: mushrooms for different reasons, too. For, like, calm, for going to sleep, for energy, for sports performance. That's more of your, like, cordyceps to give you that energy. But, uh, dude. And then after the mushroom coffee, I got really into matcha tea. And I got, mm. like, this really legit, like, full-blown matcha tea set and a little teapot. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like sitting there in in like my messy living room on like the kids' table with this fancy matcha tea set, whisking my matcha tea and sipping. Where'd it. you get that at? Crate and Barrel or something? No, in the mall. There's like a cool. I think it was Tivana. I think they're actually no, owned. don't by tell Starbucks. me it was
1: one of those like like fancy like tea kettle and everything. They got you. They saw you coming when you walked in,
0: dude. They're like, there he is. That's our guy. <laughs> all over his face.
1: They met their quota for the week in one sale with you, I'm sure.
0: And I got all these fancy matcha tea, like uh, mugs, you know, they're like these tiny little things that don't have handles and you just sip on that bad boy. Do you still have them? Oh, yeah, man. For sure. What is matcha tea? I don't even think I've had matcha. It's like powdered green tea. So it doesn't, it's not like you don't steep it. You kind of like pour the hot water over it and you whisk it. Yeah. Super green. Hmm so yeah man what about kombucha have you been dabbling in that i can't do that it doesn't taste good to me
1: hmm. there's a dude that i met not too long ago he was volunteer came in he was trying to brew his own uh kombucha and like make his own startup company and i tried one of it and i've never had it for the first you know ever and i was like tell me about this and he was giving me all the scientific facts about it like fermenting it and just the craziness about it and anyways he had one fresh he had two fresh batches and one of them was really good like I was like dude I could drink this and another one was so vinegary it was like burning the back of my throat and I was trying to be like yeah I don't know about this one but like I could barely talk after I took a sip
0: (laughs) (laughs) it reminds me of the scene in the office where Michael's sitting around with all of the like higher ups and Dunder Mifflin and they're passing around the whiskey and he's like, oh, what is this? And he takes it. And remember that? And then he asked for ice cubes in it.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, Anyways, I, I don't know. I, I did buy a kombucha the other day at the store and it was actually really, I think it was like a peach flavor. And I, I could drink that like normal. It was delish.
0: My wife's into it. I'm not really into it.
1: Yeah. He was telling me all kinds of health benefits for it and all the probiotics. And I don't know. There's a lot of scientific uh, facts he was throwing at me that went way over my head <laughs> like cool dude how's it taste yeah I just want to know if it tastes good what is it going to do to me like is it going to give me a belly ache yeah <laughs> so <laughs> oh man but um, anyways that's it for me for the week man it was um, it was a pretty good week I would say even though it was a little crazy uh, with work I didn't get a ton of reading in besides their B.O. dub um what do you say we get into it? You got anything else going on that you
0: want to chat about? Not off the top of my head, but if it comes up, I'll just interrupt the uh, the flow of the show
1: and let you know. Yeah, that's fine. You want to get a little little overview of this uh, book we're getting into? You want me to do it? Heck yeah. So Friday uh, was originally a digital comic. Um, do you remember what website it was on? Panel Syndicate. Panel Syndicate. Yeah, yeah, that's, wh- that's what it was on. And it was uh, Ed Brubaker and Marcos Martin. A of Vincent. Correct. And um, it, uh, now you can collect it in a um, little trade paperback. And it's kind of a smaller one. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's cool. I don't mind I it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I like it too. And so Image published it. And um, Volume 1 is three issues. And it's, um, it follows two friends. A uh, girl named Friday. And um, her best pal, Lancelot Jones. What do you think of Lancelot's name? Like, very <laughs> old it. and traditional.
0: I love it. I'm such a fan. Lancelot Jones. And I love how he's always Lancelot Jones. They refer to him as his full name so often.
1: And yeah, and I don't know if it would be considered like a YA book. It's kind of like maybe just right above a YA book, don't you think?
0: Yeah, in the back matter here where Ed Brubaker is being interviewed, he kind of calls it a post-YA. Yeah, So that, like, yeah,
1: that would be. One, one step removed. I mean, both my girls read it, and I think um, they they enjoyed it a lot. And, uh, I mean, it's not too crazy for for young teenagers to read, I don't think, you know? hmm But um, it follows uh, Friday and Lancelot Jones. Are we going to call him Lancelot? Can we just call him Lancelot? Yeah. All right. We'll just call him Lancelot. <laughs> and uh, they're two friends. They've met in, uh, I think, grade school, like sixth grade, and they, they live in a small town in the, uh, I think, in the northeast.
0: What do you think about about how they met? Like uh, the scene where she's out you there want playing. Me to keep
1: giving a uh, overview. Sorry, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. No, but they—it's uh, pretty much like them uh, growing up. They get into all kinds of uh, crazy adventures together. She goes off to college eventually, and it's—you um, know—picks up where uh, she's coming back, and you can tell she's she's different now, and um, he's like the. The dude who stayed in a small hometown and she, she went away to college and she came back like totally changed.
0: Good old Lancelot hasn't changed one
1: bit. Dude, let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you this story that came to mind uh, to me with, the, with this story. And it had me dying. All so right. me and you, we went to high school. Oh, it wasn't no. like, it wasn't like a small town, right? I mean, I guess, you know, it was medium-sized town, right? But we moved down to California where it was moving and grooving, right?
0: You think Havasu was in a small town? You think it is? I think Havasu's teeny.
1: It's a small. All right, we'll call it a small town. And we left the small town and went to the big city. And we were there for a while. I remember going back one time, dude, and we met one of our old buddies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's I like, hope "What are you're you telling the story? I think you're telling." He's like, "What have you guys been up to?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, we just moved out to Ontario." And he's like, "Oh, Canada, eh?" <laughs> And we're just like, yeah, dude, move to to Canada. That's what we did. And he probably still (laughs) thinks we live in Canada. He just thinks you and I up and and moved to Canada. But this totally uh, reminded me of that because it's hilarious. And it's so true. Like you and I left. We would go back to visit people who stayed there. And it was just weird. Like they were still like... Yeah. Just stuck in that small town vibe. They wanted to go hang out at the high school and watch the high school basketball games like after they graduated two years ago. And I'm like, dude. I know. Yeah. You're not on the basketball team anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's just the vibe I got from uh, how this kind of starts where, you know, Friday she... um. Goes off to college. She's coming back, and it's just a little weird with their their relationship. But what do you think? How how it started? And um, tell me about it.
0: I like it, man, and I like the character work and um, just what Ed Brubaker is doing here with the characters. And like, I immediately connected to Lance a lot in Friday and their kind of friendship and. Just how cool it was that they're like in this small town that ends up being, you know, bigger than you'd expect it to be with all these cool and wild mysteries. And
1: did you kind of get a sense of like almost like a Nancy Drew slash like Hardy Boys, like adventure stories, like a a little bit of like supernatural stuff going on, like kind of like maybe like a more mature version of like Scooby-Doo. I even heard somebody say.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Which I love. I thought it was super cool.
0: So, yeah, he lists some back here that he was influenced by, but uh, there's the list is too long. But yes, I definitely get that vibe. Um, let me just start with my first question for you. Yeah, what'd you think of the artwork? I'll be honest with you. The first time I read it, I wasn't necessarily in love with it. When I read it this time, I was. I enjoyed it. It felt so distinct. It felt like it made Friday in this world feel like its own thing. Uh, that I enjoyed it more this time around than the first time I read it.
1: I will say, even though it wasn't my favorite, it's very clean. Mm-hmm. The environments are um, incredible. I, yeah. I loved, and they nailed like that northeast environment. I was even listening to a um, uh, an interview with both um, Brew Baker and Martine, and they've never even been to the northeast. And like to to get it nailed down, like this small town northeastern feel, like they crushed it for not even ever visiting there, mm-hmm. like never being there. So I, I do like the environments and, and the background. The coloring I think is what really did it for me because the coloring I think is is fantastic.
0: Yeah. But dude, so the the in chapter one, they're doing it by chapters, and I think mainly because it's, you know, published digitally first here. It's kind of like how you said, Friday's coming back home and it kind of paints this picture of her first night back with Lance and some stuff. A guest has gone down between the two of them, which I don't think you really find out exactly what that whole thing was until issue two. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. She gets back in town and there's like some she's like, uh, no, she's not narrating. Somebody else is narrating it. Right. Yeah. And their narration is like basically saying there's some some awkwardness between the two like something happened mm-hmm. before um, she left to college and she doesn't know how to talk to him about it and she gets back and he just wants to dive into like solving mysteries again yeah like she's pulling into town late at night and he just like picks her up at the train station with her and he Scoops
0: up in a sheriff's car yeah, to take like her he, on a
1: mission right away and that's what i mean it's like cool like you know like scooby-doo like hardy boys like they're yeah. buddies with the cop and they're going out like helping the sheriff like try to solve this mystery of this uh, dude who's like he has some some knife or something that's like supposedly an ancient knife and he's running around the city like yeah almost like becoming possessed or something
0: dude he looks possessed
1: bro he does 100%
0: something's going down so they run i forget the dude's name that they're running after but um i like the whole the whole breakdown here something like that I like the whole breakdown here of them kind of trudging through the nighttime forest and the snow with the sheriff character cracks me up because I'm just like, you just go along with these kids and all their know. wild ideas. Yeah. Man? yeah. And uh, they run into this dude who's like etching something in a tree. And uh, then he starts mumbling something to Friday later on about a white lady. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking about all this as you're as you're reading about the story buildup. Like, I guess my question is, you know, you're thrown into this kind of like relationshipy thing, but then in the middle of it there's this wild like supernatural folklore, uh, folk tales or something like that. Yeah. So what what were you thinking, kind of issue one when you're reading there? Were you thinking this is a wild setup and I'm not sure how like I'm
1: feeling yet? That's exactly like, what I was thinking when I first read it. Yeah, I was like, "What is going on here?" Like, you got some stuff. Like, I love the characters. I was like, "Okay, these characters are cool, but what is the deal here?" It's like little supernatural stuff going on with the, you know, like these old like folk tales and like um, they mentioned, you know, a bunch of like this history. Um, there's like a little flashback of this old like wives' tale about Crescent Rock, where they're out in the middle of the woods, and you're that just was wild, yeah. But, um. I was kind of like, what's, what's, you know, kind of exactly what you said. I was like, what's going on here?
0: To me, I, I, if I hadn't bought this in a trade, so it just kind of forced me to keep reading, I'm not sure how much I would have felt connected to the story after reading the first issue. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause it just felt like, um, like I said, a little all over the place. And then the, the, the center, the nougat, the chewy bit of this supernatural thing that's going to end up kind of carrying the story here later on, at least here just felt like, what is this weird possessed kid doing?
1: So it didn't
0: didn't make a lot of sense at first.
1: No, I would, I would agree. I I think I felt the same way reading through it. And, um, I usually like when, when I go and on a, on a whim and I I like pick up a, a number one at a, at a comic book shop or something. And, um, I usually try, like, how do you do this? Do you, like, give it a couple issues? Or can you read one issue and be like, nah, I'm out? Is it, you know, one way or the other? Or do you have a, usually go with like a gut feeling?
0: Pure gut. I mean, there's been a bunch. I've read one issue and bailed on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes, like, if it's a, a creator or a story that I feel like I'm kind of familiar with somewhat, or like a genre, I'm like, well, let's give it an issue or two. Maybe it's a slow burn um but you know what's kind of funny is <laughs> like it's kind of like viewing yourself as being a good quick judge of character when you meet somebody. Yeah. I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of a book pretty quick. Like I could tell you pretty much right away like and the funny thing is, is why I'm saying this like the ones I have held on to like the issues 2 and 3 with this idea I've always ended up just giving them up. <laughs> <laughs> You I will say, saying?
1: yeah, I will say, I, I think I usually do pretty good because I, I kind of know like my tastes and what I like, what yeah. I don't like. But I will say, I have missed out on some in the past. And one big one that I missed out on a lot last year, it, and I really like, powerbomb yep yep do a power bomb. like i read issue one and i loved it up until like the end the
0: necromancer
1: just killed you and i was like what is going on here like i just thought it was that's a little strange. like this yeah and i thought it was kind of strange so i was like you know what i'm just gonna wait and you were what you you were like i'm not i'm gonna keep going and i was like all right i'll wait and see what you say or you know how you like it and it ended up being rad and um and I know, I know that trade paperback. I think came out maybe last week or is coming out soon. And the artwork was fantastic in there. So that was one that I think I uh, I messed up on and didn't. I should have kept going.
0: I will say there's some I'm, I don't pull the trigger on right away. That was a mistake. But usually, if I've read one issue, I could pretty much tell you like, hey, I'll probably like this somewhat enough to keep up with it or not. Yeah. That probably sounds so unhumble of me, but it's true.
1: <laughs> no, and it's hard too because, you know, like you got to I think. mean,
0: I've read a lot of books. At this point, I kind of know.
1: Here's the thing too, like I have to be super selective with what I read, you yeah, know, like too. for for time-wise, I don't have I don't have unlimited time like um and and like financial-wise, like you
0: don't have unlimited money. I don't have a limited money. Yeah. So I'm
1: really, really like have to narrow down. Okay. You know, like do I really want to get into this? Do I to wait for the trade or, you know, something like that. But, um, anyways, let's keep going. Sorry to side sidetrack there.
0: No, I like the sidetrack. Uh, the funny thing is, is that in chapter two kind of opens up with a flashback of how Friday met Lancelot.
1: I love chapter and, two.
0: uh, I love the, the meeting of them. And, uh, just how Lancelot, like he's literally. These kids are trying to straight up kill Lancelot,
1: dude. They're gonna put him down in the the cold water below the ice.
0: Yep, not even messing around. And Friday kind of saves the day with a hockey with a slap shot to the dude's face. Wally smokes. Which him I love nose. because I was getting some hardcore Jeff Lemire vibes here with the hockey, and it oh, just felt like very County? Essex County. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Stuff. But what I loved is like, so Friday saves Lancelot from literally getting murdered here. Yeah. And uh, he, their first interaction is just hilarious to me. He's like, she says, hi, I'm. And he says, Friday, because he already knows who she is. And, she's, and he says, um, the smartest kid in the sixth grade and apparently the toughest. So it's just this like cool meeting between the two of them at first. And he literally offers her a job. Like they're in school. He's like, "All right, I got a job for you." Like, what'd you think of it all?
1: No, I loved it. I loved. I loved going back and just seeing how their relationship, like how they met and how their relationship flourished to to what it was. Um, you can tell they've been through a lot. You know, they went like as you're reading through the first few years of their their like relationship and their friendship. It she's like, it's being narrated, but at the same time, you see all these like. Almost like these, like what would you say? Would they be like, like covers of books, and they're like stories and adventures that they've been on?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and
1: I loved it. So you know they've been through a lot of crazy stuff together. Which, when people do that, like it brings them really, really close together. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they've been through some crazy stuff, and it would be it's just cool to look at the art and these cool like. Like adventures they went on. Like, look at this one, case of the magic gauntlet, and it just looks mm-hmm. like a Thanos glove. No, it was cool. I
0: forget the. I was looking for the way she even put it, but that, like, you know, all these other kids were kind of living these normal lives, but here she is with Lancelot, like living your the the you know wildest imagination could come up with. Yeah, you know? and she
1: loves it. You see a change in her because when she first moves to this small town. She's the new kid, and she has no mm-hmm. friends, and she hates it there. She misses her old town, but then she realizes that this town has like way more to offer as she starts going on all these cool adventures and, and doing all these things with with Lancelot, you know. and so they become super good friends. But as they get older, she like, but dude, they but it seems like uh, there was some romance between
0: the two of them too, and not that they were just like their friendship kind of was butting into this, uh, potential love, f- love, I guess. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. No. And and it's kind of weird because as, as they're going through, through high school now at this stage, like I think, f- uh, Friday like is seeing all the other like normal girls in high school, like going on dates with guy, you know, going to dances and doing all this stuff. And she's like, why am I not, doing these things the way
0: she put it is she wanted to feel wanted
1: yeah and um so she starts like getting a boyfriend and um her
0: heart's not in that though no
1: no not at all and even lance lancelot is like not digging it too you know because they kind of have a thing for each other but it's like unspoken Mm -hmm. at this time Yeah, yeah you know for sure
0: just two awkward friends who kind of love each other and don't know how to talk about it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And I think Lancelot, too, isn't in the beginning of the story, doesn't he, Um, isn't he like advanced in school? Like, didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's so like he's three younger. grades ahead Yeah, of where he should be.
1: Yeah. And so, um, I don't know if that plays a part in in the awkwardness, you know, and you, it's almost like he doesn't know how to talk to girls in, in that sense, you mm-hmm. know, like... That's
0: true. I, it's kind of funny because I forgot that that was mentioned early on until you brought it up. But I'm sure that does spark some uh, problems for the two of them and and their relationship.
1: So this is where we kind of get to, you know, when she's about to leave the co- uh, to college, and we kind of see you know, in in the beginning of the story, why it was so awkward with them. So they have like a first kiss, you know, she asks Lance, like if, if, it doesn't go well. No, she, she basically asks him like, do you love me? And he's like, you know, I think so. I, I I do. And then they, they have a first kiss. It doesn't go too well. It's super awkward. And Friday's like, all right, well, this is weird. I'm (laughs) out of here, you know? And then it's almost like we get into the more supernatural stuff where she, she leaves their cool fort that they have. And something happens to her, that, which brings back a, a memory. She sees like this old lady that's talking about the, you know, the white, the white lady. And um, well, I think
0: this is happening literally right as she's leaving Lance's house, and she's remembering that when she wakes up.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So she doesn't remember though if that was a dream or if that was that really happened to her.
0: Yeah, and so she kind of washes it away as a dream at first. Uh, she because she's like she wakes up, she's like ah oh, dream, <laughs> where Lance rescued me, <laughs> kind of deal. Like she's having dreams of Lancelot rescuing her. Because usually thinking, it was like, the other oh, way wow. around. Yeah, yeah, usually
1: she was the one doing the rescue, and like she was the muscle of the two, you know, and he was more like the brains. Mm-hmm. But I loved issue too, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the atmosphere was really rad. Um just the more development, you get the backstory on, on why they were um, in the situation they were in when, when the story first starts out. And so it fills in a lot of those gaps, I think mm-hmm. issue two does that when you finish issue one, you're like, okay, what's the deal with this What's this white lady. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, now you're finally figuring out what the white lady is, why that dude was yelling that to her in the police car. And, uh, You get to know now, like, what it was between Friday and Lance that's been unspoken. You got to, you know, go through that whole thing and find out about their past and, you know, how good of friends they were. And I will
1: say this like, for for this first volume is only three issues. And the issues, there's not a crazy amount of stuff in them or like dialogue, but man, like, the way it's written, like, you learn a ton. And it's really, really well done. Uh, after she has that dream, she's waking up and she realizes like, hey, that's, you know, I, I had this dream of the white lady. That's where I remember it from. I got to go tell mm-hmm. Lance. So she, it's like three in the morning, I think. And she's now like sneaking out in this crazy snowstorm. She's like, I got to go talk to Lance. He's probably still working the case. Like he doesn't sleep. So I'm going to go meet up with him. Kind of ends, uh, ends chapter two. Um, but now I'm in. Like now, yeah, now yeah. that I read through chap you know issue uh-huh. two, I'm in it. I'm like, dude, this is actually a rad story. Yeah. I'm hooked now. I, I like their their relationship. I, I like this adventure they're on. Like I want to see what's going on, not only between them, but I want to see what's going on with this case now. And um mm-hmm.
0: I love her inner monologue of on her way to Lancelot where she's replaying the dream. Replaying like, well, Lancelot was in the car. He would have heard the dude talking about the white lady. You know, that whole bit was like, yeah, was really neat. Like, and really painted. Like, I felt like I was there because the the scenery with the snow and uh, I'm not sure she's old enough to be smoking cigarettes, but she is. (laughs) Yeah. She's off
1: in college. She can rip.
0: But I just love this whole first bit of that where she's trudging through the snow meets that old Catholic priest who, uh, at first, I thought it was a pug, but then on the next panel, it looked a little too big to be a pug. But I love the dog. What's the dog's um, name?
1: French fry. French fry.
0: <laughs> but and it, I think the cool thing about meeting him too was that it does kind of like, for some reason, even though he's just a, a minor character, it does paint a picture of this town. You know, this this old priest who no one remembers even giving a sermon, but he's got the history of the town. Like from A to Z and he's kind of this guy who's just always got her back. And she feels it too, which I think helps you feel it where she immediately says like, this is what I've missed about this town. You know, they're like,
1: like people truly care about others. Mm-hmm. Like when you probably don't get that in that, the the big city, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I did like that. And it really, Like you can relate to it, you know, you, Mm -hmm. you, it gives you like, I don't know. I just felt connected to it more like with, with this, these kind of like interactions throughout the story.
0: Anyway, dude, she's going to the lighthouse to meet up with Lancelot and Lancelot's gone.
1: Yeah. He's dipping. He's not at the, uh, the lighthouse, which she was like, Oh, he'll, he'll be there. And he kind of expected it. I think he left her a note. Like, Hey, if, if you're looking for me, um,
0: He's at the headquarters. I'm
1: at headquarters and dude their headquarters is rad. Like so dope. If I was a dude, if I was in junior high and had that kind mm-hmm. of clubhouse or whatever, I would be so stoked.
0: Yep. Yeah. But dude, she gets there and headquarters is on fire.
1: And this is again what I what is what I was telling you about earlier about just the coloring.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love so these much. panels.
1: Yeah, the yeah. the coloring is so rad. You have this like blizzard snowstorm but then you get this page where there's the fire in the background it's like lighting up the sky red and all the um,
0: snowflakes are red from glowing with the the red light yeah
1: so super good man i I love i love this whole scene where even though it's it's crazy like all the coloring is really really well done throughout here so anyway dude something or somebody took out lance man yeah, she gets there, and of course, she's you know she's the one always saving Lance. So she she runs in. Lance is like knocked out on the ground. Um, she sees like footprints around. You know she doesn't know what's going on. And she's trying to save him, get him out of there. And um, out of the corner of her eye, she sees yeah. something in the window. Which she when when they were originally out in issue one, she thought she saw something in the woods, but they just yeah. kept going and uh she goes out to try to see what it is and she gets smoked so now she's knocked out and sees like you she sees like blurry vision of some other some figure i guess we could say i don't even know what it is but the figure runs off like whoever did that takes off doesn't finish the job well they
0: you mentioned that she got knocked in the head right and, yeah yeah yep yeah. so um yeah, why did they keep her alive? Why did they take out Lance? What the heck's going on? Like and that's she, where
1: you end, man. Yeah, and she says so. She sees two sets of footprints running out, and um, she ends up, you know, getting up. I, I don't know if um, spoilers for those who haven't uh, read this one. So she she's like runs back in and drags Lance's body out of this burning they're mm-hmm. burning headquarters and I don't know do you think he's dead or do you think he's alive still <laughs> That's
0: literally what I was going to ask you Uh my guess dude And that ends
1: book book 1 that ends it
0: Yeah Oh I don't know man I- I could li- I'd literally just want to go pick up volume 2 and see if he's dead.
1: I, so my uh, one of my daughters had read volume 2 and they didn't spoil it for me and they they said oh really? they, yeah they she liked it a lot and um I really wanted to know but I was like no don't tell me don't tell me I'll read it for myself.
0: You couldn't get any clues from her facial no,
1: expressions? No, she she was just like looking at me with big eyes and I was like all right I don't even, I'm not even going to ask questions nothing cuz if I like start asking questions and I'll just you know I'm not a big yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just keep going and so I just stopped myself. So I haven't even cracked open the book, but
0: my guess is Lance ain't dead.
1: I think he's alive too. Yeah. He's gotta be, there's no way it could end like that. And you know, I don't know where do you think it's going to go from here. in in book two,
0: I I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be like a, what's the word? If it's like something's like solving clues, like a mystery with the two of them finding out who is behind these, the white lady and, and stuff like that, and they're gonna team back up like they did.
1: You think they're gonna fall in oh, love yeah. like legit this time, or
0: I don't know if it's in the cards for the two of them. Mm. Just saying, maybe. I hope so. I like them. I like them together. They're such an odd fit that it, it's cool.
1: Yeah, know? they are an odd fit. Uh, you know, opposites attract. I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I like a big part of me thinks he's alive, but it would be it would be crazy if he died. Or do you think he's going like to get put in the hospital and she's going to have to solve it on his own, on her own?
0: Oh, like maybe he's like recovering in volume two in the hospital and she's trying to figure out
1: who her... Yeah, hurt. she's got to go solve the mystery. And, he what, and he's
0: not, not going to wake up and she's not going to get a clue from him until volume three, that sort of thing. Is there going to be a volume three? Do you know? I'm sure there is, I think. I don't think volume two was the end. I don't know. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Wait. Let me go get volume two and see if it says to be continued at the end. I don't know.
1: <laughs> don't even open it to the last <laughs> page.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, very good, man. Um, I enjoyed it. it. It's um, it's really short. It's definitely like an easy read. Like you can pick it up and, and just uh, jam through it. And um, this was one. You know, going back to our conversation earlier with you know, if you pick up issue one, you keep reading it. This was one that my my daughter ended up. Um, buying a long time ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to skip on reading this one." And you know, I asked her how it was, and she really, really liked it. I think she's read it multiple times now. And I, then you mentioned it. You're like, "Man, this I want to read this one," and I really do like Ed Brubaker. And I was like, "All right, I'm going to check it out." And it's one of those ones. After I, I read it, I'm like, "Dude, I'm glad I read this book. It was a yeah. cool little story, like just something you can, you know, something you can jam through real quick. You you don't ever." It's it's weird having a, a, you know, volume one be only three issues, but they, I think they do it so well. It was, it was really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It
0: definitely was a full arc. I mean, you had a beginning, a middle and an end, so yeah. it worked well. Um, yeah. I loved it too. I think if you're into some, you know, anything like, uh, like those cool, like Stand By Me or...
1: Yeah. 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 Those like just uh, friendship, yeah. adventure stories, like... Hardy Boys, something like that style, Indiana Jones, almost, you know. Yeah, I don't know right. stuff like that.
0: Um, and especially if your kids are enjoying it, so if you have kids who are into those mystery type stuff, uh, give it a give it a try. Uh, I think this volume is pretty inexpensive. I can't remember how much I got it for, but oh, it's not that inexpensive. It's fifteen bucks.
1: Fifteen. But you can bucks, pick it up on Put the Put <laughs> that in my hand. <laughs> With Jane and Silent Bob in the house, uh,
0: but right on, dude. I'm stoked. I can't wait to dive into Volume Two in
1: two weeks. Yeah, dude, two weeks. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna be hanging in the land, uh next week, and then we'll come back and uh, finish Friday Volume Two. Super stoked on it because, um, yeah, I want to know what's going on, man. It also makes me want to like, I-, I could get into some of their other cool adventures, like how they're having the flashback of like all the other stuff they've done and like all the mysteries yeah. they've solved, like. I would get into that. I think it'd be pretty cool.
0: It's a really cool world that they've got going on. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: exactly. I love the atmosphere. I love the setting of it. Um, Super neat. I I like what they did. It it was good.
0: I hope the supernatural doesn't overtake everything though.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I like the down to earth. Still down to earth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure.
0: So right on dude.
1: But yeah, good one, man. I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I, I'm glad I read this one. Um, Looking forward to to Volume 2, man. So, stoked on it. What are you looking forward to coming out uh, next week?
0: Well, dude, before I tell you what it is I'm looking forward to coming out next week, let me tell you a little bit about (laughs) Phantom Road. Oh,
1: yeah. Let me hear... How was Jeff Lemire's Phantom Road? I loved it, man. I loved it. Is that that your... um, Favorite read of the week, you think, besides Friday? Let me see.
0: I got into Phantom Road. I read Where Monsters Lie, number two, Immortal Sergeant. Two. Well, tell me about
1: Phantom Road. Let's back up a little bit. Tell me about Road. I'm Lemire's just trying to Phantom think. Road. Yeah,
0: that was definitely my favorite read uh, outside of Friday.
1: Who did the art with uh, Lemire? Was he doing all of it in Phantom Road? Gabriel
0: did- Walta. Hmm. Same dude, I think, did Sentient with him, the TKO book. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, have you had a chance to check out the art in it at all?
1: No, I've seen covers of it, but I've never looked in, in inside.
0: I I like it a lot. Uh, I'm trying to see a cool panel to show you. kind of looks like this. I, um, I don't know if you can see it too well.
1: Oh, yeah, that's cool. I like that.
0: Yeah. Dude, it's wild, man. It's about this truck driver who's kind of like out and about doing his route. <laughs> out and about doing his route. I did not expect that, but there it was. And uh, he's on <laughs> he's on his route. And uh, all of a sudden, dude, there's just a car coming right at him. And they have this head-on collision. And um, there's this woman in him there. And there's this thing like sticking out of the road. And she keeps saying like, I saw us. It wasn't us, but I saw us. For, like, we were older. And he's like, What are you talking about? And he goes over, dude, I want to show you this thing. And he touches it. And uh,
1: is it like an artifact or something in the road?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it just like shocks them, dude. And next thing you know, after they touch it, they're in a toll. So, you know, they're just on the road. Like, that's right after the accident. They touch that crazy thing. And boom, now they're in a different universe. Yeah. And uh, here's the, let's see that dude. That's the like, the dudes that live there.
1: Oh, they That's why I wasn't like, sure
0: if you could say like alien or not because they're kind of weird. Just a different
1: looking creature. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess kinda that's kinda an weird. alien. Alien zombie like. Yeah, something. Yeah.
0: But it's weird because he goes right up to it and it's not moving. It's not doing anything. It's just completely still. But then all of a sudden it just, like it was, it's kind of weird. Like does it, just it even comes, talk to him? It just says "Gerk"
1: twice. So yeah, it doesn't even say anything, huh? Oh yeah, that's creep.
0: And then it starts choking him. So anyway, the, in a car accident with this woman, she's spitting out a lot of this crazy, like babble to him. Like he's not able to make sense of it. Touches this thing in the road. They're all of a sudden in another dimension, another world, something with these wild creatures. And he's going to it for help because he's like, "Dude, we're lost. We need help." And all of a sudden, you see this gnarly-looking thing that just starts strangling him, right? And uh, so he straight-up beats
1: it up. Beats it up, dude.
0: (laughs) And uh, finally gets back to his truck. And uh, when they're in the truck, they both say to themselves, because they left that thing back in the road, and they say to themselves, "Uh, we got to go back for it. You can feel it, can't you? Like, we got to go get it. We can't just leave it there. And they both say oh, yeah, I can feel it like we do. We have to go back for it. And um, once they're back there, dude, there's like just a horde of these dudes running at him, right? And he gets his crowbar out and he's like, I'm going to do what I got to do. And bro, if he doesn't just take out a ton of them.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: And that's just kind of where it ends because he says, what do we do now? And so that was just the first issue. But I mean, wild and crazy enough for me to be like, "What the heck's going on?" I want to know about this world, and
1: that's like you're like thrown right into the fire with that one. That's usually Jeff's kind of usually doesn't do that a lot, but I like it.
0: Yeah, me too. And I love Gabriel Walter's art, so
1: yeah, that did look really nice. I like, huh? I'm gonna have to check that one out. The only thing, dude, I just am stuck on reading uh, Why the Last Man. I, I, dude, am am enjoying it. I'm in volume two now. It's super good. Um, Have Have you got to Finished volume one yet? I don't know how much you want me to say. Then I'm just going to say it.
0: Let her rip, man!
1: So maybe I band how- it off? Remember how in 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 volume one where um when everything went down, Hero, uh, his sister is in Boston and um everybody died. He's the last male alive, and he finds his mom, but his sister's still out there, right? And then re- do you remember they mentioned that group called the Amazons? Like, crazy yeah, you like, were
0: talking about that last week yeah
1: yeah so dude she ends up you find out she's part of this group the Amazons
0: his sister is
1: yes and huh. so a- as they're on their travels uh him and this agent three fifty five they end up finding this doctor that they've been looking for and um on their way of course yorick like is just very unintelligent with some of the stuff he decides to do. And so he shows himself to a group of, of, uh, women and it's some, some of the Amazons and they, so now they want to kill him. So it gets back to the leader of the Amazons and hero doesn't know that, um, it's Yorick. they just like, there's a possible man out there and we got it. We're going to go destroy him, you know? Hmm. And so they're ruthless. They're a ruthless group. And she, the hero does some crazy stuff that I think she doesn't want to do, um, but it's almost like she has no choice being part of this group, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that gets pretty gnarly. the um, The lab that this doctor's working ends up getting burnt down. I won't tell you how that happens, and that kind of ends vol- volume one. And now volume two, they're on this mission to go to her backup lab, which is in California. It's like in the opposite direction like they're in boston and so now they have to they're trekking across the country to get to california right and um i'm to the point where now hero might know that the last dude alive is their bro and that's where i'm at right now i'm like halfway maybe through volume two so it's rad
0: heck yeah buddy is ampersand still like kicking it with him yeah
1: and that's how hero like As they're, they're trying to catch up to this dude. And, um, some of the Amazons are like, oh yeah, we heard they jumped on a train and there was a monkey with them. And Hero knew, I think that Yorick had a monkey. And so, um, so the, the issue that I ended on is like her, like putting the pieces of the puzzle together because now she's so in with this group. I don't know if she would be able to leave. Mm. And so really good. Um, does
0: um the sister know that the mom's still alive and everything? No,
1: there's nothing else after. Uh, I haven't seen the mom yet um, since he left Washington, but um it's continues to be really good, man. I'm gonna keep going through that on Comicsology. Um, really enjoy that. And oh, dude, I did get to watch uh, Mando. Oh, how was it? Good. I I loved the first um episode. I I will say because I didn't finish the book of Boba Fett. Cause I didn't really like it. I, I watched like the first, I think three episodes of Boba Fett and I just couldn't get into it. So there's some stuff towards the end of Boba Fett with Man- where Mandalorian comes back. And I heard it's almost like there's yeah. two full episodes where it's pretty much just all Mandalorian. And, um, it explains a lot of the stuff with how season three starts where I was kind of like lost just because of the way season two ended. Hmm. But um, so I'll have to go and, and either finish Boba Fett or watch those just couple episodes to to get caught up. But a buddy at uh, work kind of filled me in. So it, it made sense after I talked to him, but it was really good, man. It, it was uh, a lot of like funny comic relief in it. Like Grogu is like at this like toddler stage. So there's a couple moments that are like serious moments and then like he, he's, having a conversation and grogu's like sitting in a chair like an office chair just like spinning circles in his office chair and he like like looks at him and like stops the chair and it's just hilarious it's what a typical like little toddler would do you know just stuff like that it's so funny so um but i thought it was cool man it was super fun um i think you should check it out man you need to catch up
0: yeah i know I have been keeping up with The Last of Us, though, and it's been really good. It's what so true on, like, to the video six? games, like in terms of of uh, some of the things that are going down. And
1: I heard like um, episode one is like shot for shot, like straight from the video game.
0: It's pretty cool, dude. So I'm still liking it. It's been a lot of fun. The acting and the world are so well done. Uh, how many episodes do you know? think how many are there or, or where is it at right now?
1: Both. Let me. Let's I think, get both. I
0: think we're at six, is what I think, or maybe five. And uh, I'm not sure how many there are going to be, but I know it got renewed for a season two, so it's going to keep going.
1: All keep right. on going. I'll have to borrow your login and and uh, watch it,
0: dude. Especially maybe. now that the prices are going up on HBO and everything. Yeah, let's just. Disney share Plus the is
1: getting more expensive. Everything's getting more expensive.
0: Oh no. Dude, I did get to read Where Monsters Lie number two, and that was wild because you know how this is like the town of a bunch of these like serial killers who are kind of chilling until their next thing. Well, it turns out that one of these like detectives is like somebody who's had a run in with them when they were a kid's and so he's like made it his mission to find them and put them behind bars and uh, he ends up going over there to try to arrest them all. But uh, it's not really going his way right now is all I'll say. <laughs> he had, uh it's definitely one of the more wild stories I'm reading, but I'm having fun with it, so definitely keep up with it and who's who publishes that? That's a dark horse, uh, and it's uh, Kyle Starks and
1: is that the one with the crazy art? I don't think so. what was the one you were just reading a couple of weeks ago where it had like what was it had, the characters' names were wild
0: Oh yeah, that's this one i think is, is where it? where all the monsters have like really crazy names? Yeah. Or the serial killers. I mean, I guess they are monsters. Isn't,
1: didn't they escape a house and went across to some old lady's house and she, yeah, that's, that's that's the same story? Okay. Yeah. 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 There's, um, I remember you telling me some of their names and they were just wild.
0: Yeah. No, I can't, can't even say them on the, I can't say them on the show. (laughs) 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 But it's pretty cool, man. I mean, it's definitely nuts. And, uh, there, it's a cool story and I'm liking where it's going and, and where
1: it's led up to. And
0: nice. I don't know. So, pretty cool. That's about all I read, man. Good,
1: okay, dude. I'm glad you got into some books. Um,
0: Where are you at on Ant Man and Wasp? Like, are you going to go see it in the theater? Or are you saving it? I'm waiting. Quantumania? I'm,
1: I'm just waiting, dude. I'm going to just. Yeah. You know me, like, I I don't get the chance to go to the movies a ton. I will dude, say. you'd be proud of me. Why? What you, Did you go watch it?
0: No, I canceled my Regal Unlimited
1: subscription. That a boy. <laughs> uh, good job, man. What, what made exciting. you do it? Was it our conversation? Our again?
0: conversation. And I was just like, you know, like, I got to ditch this thing. This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it would be totally worth it if you were going to the movies like once a week.
0: Yeah. Like, now I've got increased rent next year. I've got a tax bill. Like... I'm having to rethink everything I'm doing.
1: Yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, but I'm waiting for Ant-Man. Um, I'll, I'll wait on that one. I do definitely want to see Guardians in theater, and I, I want to see uh, the new Miles Morales in theater for sure. Oh, yeah. Those two Probably. are like, yeah. really want to make sure I see those on the big screen. But um, what are you looking forward to next week? What's some of the ones that are sending out to you coming out? I got a couple new ones that I think I'm looking into. Uh...
0: For me, there's not a ton, bro. Um, the one I'm kind of most excited about was brought to my attention by our good buddy Ross a while ago. And it's uh, called The Gimmick. And it's that wrestling comic put out by Ahoy. And it uh, looks cool. So I'm definitely going to pick that one up coming out next week. And then Quested 4
1: yeah, coming quested, out. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: And uh, I know that you've you've gotten into this and in com- on Comicsology, but Clear Number One is being printed now through Dark Horse, so that issue is coming out, and you you really like that, so
1: dude, the art in it is rad. So I can't wait to see it on paper. That should be a fun one to read for sure. Pick yeah. that one up.
0: And then the only other two that really kind of caught my eye, but you know, I am gonna wait for their release on the apps because that's how I roll with Marvel and DC. But we got Batman one thirty three and Moon Knight twenty 20- one. Yeah, Chippy Z.
1: Yeah, crushing it. I will say, you know, I definitely am looking forward to Quested and um, Clear was great. I, I would like to have that in print. Like just the art was fantastic. And um,
0: I want to get into that Scott Snyder one. I think Secondhand Primate was talking about it in our Discord uh, called Barnstormers. Yeah,
1: that's on Comixology as well. I've almost read that multiple times, but um, I'm going to have to look I it up. get into that. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into it now for sure. But dude, there's one um uh know your station issue fours is coming out from Boom. Mm-hmm. Um and then I really want to get into this one from Aftershock called Ridgeline. It looks pretty rad. And I don't know if this is just because, you know, I, I'm adventurous and I I I climb, but on the cover, there's like two climbers. Mm. And um, it's uh you might like this. It's a father and daughter team of wilderness survival guides. What? Yep.
0: I got to add that to my list. And
1: they're, line. They're, they're on some, they yeah, have to I go on some primitive down. remote Montana mountain to do some rescue or something. And it, um, they have to put their survival skills to the test and it looks really rad. They're, they're, um, on the cover, it's them climbing a mountain and, um,
0: right on. I so, just wrote that down.
1: Yeah. You get a father daughter book going on, you get some adventure in there, you get some climbing. Um, so it's from Aftershock. So I'm a little nervous, you know. Aftershock's been weird, like, I haven't seen yeah. Chicken Devils come out in forever.
0: That's true. Chicken Devils three, where the heck is that at?
1: Yeah. So, um, anyways, that's supposed to release next week. Um, that one I think I'm going to pick up. I'm looking forward to that one, dude.
0: Heck yeah, buddy. Thanks for uh, bringing that to the old attention. Should be a cool week for new releases. Make sure you check out coffeeandacomic.com. Uh, For anything you're looking forward to coming out, uh, remember to enter our coupon code Comic Book layer in all caps to check out. Save yourself 15% off. Uh, Make sure you check out his back catalog, too. I know he's got a lot of cool stuff up there to uh, peruse and uh, check out. And he's also got some cool trades and graphic novels and stuff like that in that section. And, uh, you know, make sure you support Frank. He's a cool dude doing cool stuff. And, uh, you know, you're going to get some free coffee and stickers with your order. And, you know... Make sure you check out uh, Pullbox Pals' last episode because they just did a coffee and comic unboxing in it.
1: Dude, he and, got some uh, rad stuff in there.
0: Yeah, so Frank's rad. Check him out. Support a cool dude. But
1: what do we got going on next week? Dude, we're going to be hanging out there, catching up on books we've been reading, catching up all... I'll be watching another episode of Mandalorian Season 3. Hopefully you can um, maybe watch Season 2 at least and get caught up. We can chat about it. You're not a gigantic Star Wars guy, though, are you? It's so funny
0: because every time you tell me, I'm just like, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I don't know how to tell you, Dad. All right. That's fine. I'll just talk about it. And you know, and it's
0: funny, too, because you said the name Grogu to me so many times. I don't know what you're talking about. That's Who's Baby Grogu? Yoda. That's Baby they Yoda. They call him Grogu? Yeah. I don't know. I did really like Rogue One. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually loved Mandalorian season one. And I don't know why I haven't kept up, but I should.
1: All right. And I'll well, try to. If you get a chance, definitely catch up on it. Because season three started out really good. Um, He's on a rad mission. So I can't wait to see what happens. Heck yeah, buddy. But uh, yeah, other than that, we're just going to be hanging in the lair. Hopefully we get into some more books this weekend and uh, through next week. And uh, super stoked to chat about them with you yeah buddy well how can people keep
0: up with us and maybe chat comics with us and all that good stuff
1: yeah definitely subscribe here to our show we'd love to hear from you leave us a review um, and then head on over to our discord man we got a lot of cool conversations going in there a lot of people being active lately and it's awesome getting to see all these uh, uh, conversations going on what people are reading um, that's where we you know you mentioned brainstormers um, barnstormers. I think barnstormers brainstormers brainstormers yeah. why do I want to call it brainstormers
0: because we're brainstorming all day. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, head over there. Join the conversation. Uh, go check out our Instagram, the comic book player. And um, see everything we're getting into. And uh, leave some comments. And we'd love to meet you. Thank yeah, buddy. Keep reading comics.
0: Cowabunga nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com.
1: R-O-S-E-K-A-T-Audio.com.